here last week, you heard um, uh, what has turned out to be part one of the car saga um, that is still kind of ongoing. Uh, if you weren't here last week, the tiny nutshell was I have a car and both my daughters have a car and within two days, all three cars went out. Um, and so we're still, we're still trying to figure all of that out. And mine, um, uh, all electric, um, dead, I mean, just totally dead, had to actually be towed, uh, to the shop. And they, the shop couldn't see it until um, tomorrow. So I started trying to get it towed Monday at noon. And finally, after four turned away flatbed tow trucks and one um, just dropped call, <laughs> uh, the sixth attempt last night at seven <laughs> um, finally got the car towed. Uh, so yesterday uh, was, oh, just this, this evolving um, um, uh, relay of information and trying to get the right truck that could get my car out of the very tight spot that it was in uh, between me, State Farm, and a variety of towing companies. Uh, and, you know, if you do slow down and you learn some things. Number one, don't use State Farm to tow your car. Uh, the, all of the messages, and I probably shouldn't have said that when it's recorded, <laughs> is my thought. <laughs> like them in all other ways, but, um, but the, all of the communication was via computer. So, so, like, nobody would talk to a real person. And so when it was just being sent by electronic message, it, it just, it somehow, I don't know what, why it was as hard as it was, but the message just would not go through. And so then after, you know, like 10 texts of trying to get that toe figured out, somebody would finally then call me on the phone. And I have to say, <laughs> Yesterday was this day of deep mindfulness practice because, you know, you get the, the poor person on the phone that none of it is their fault. You know, they're just answering the phone and I'm up to, you know, five hours, six hours, seven hours, eight hours, you know, however many hours still trying to get someone to send the right kind of truck. Um, and our, our systems just speaking for me, you know, this, this lid is flippable. <laughs> um, and the practice for me is such a gift because a day like that could so easily be seen as a, like a write-off or like I just lost that day, um, gave my time away, all of those things that, that we say when the day doesn't go the way we wanted it to go. And the reality is, it's still my day. Um, and I had a daughter at home who I still wanted to be able to enjoy being at home, not lost in a flip lid over, oh, 
the tow truck that just drove by our house was actually the same one that came last night. <laughs> it still doesn't work this morning. Um, um, you know, and, and it matters. It, it matters to me to appreciate my life uh, and not have a day like that be a lost day, but a day that wasn't easy, uh, but a lot of gifts and a lot of gratitudes in it, which is why I so appreciate this practice. And one of the gifts, you know, there was, there was one call, one call in particular. I did not start the call in a grounded place, <laughs> you know, just to be honest. Uh, and, and suddenly I like, I just suddenly heard this poor person's tone of voice. Like, you know, this wasn't me <laughs> We did it. And I like caught it and, and that being able to catch it, we won't do it perfectly all the time. We just won't. But the more we practice, the more that moment of like waking up does happen. And it was, it was early enough in the call that like I heard, I heard what I was doing and it, it was yucky. <clears throat> it didn't feel good. And, and to have something available to me right there on the spot, in the moment, in that call to redirect and remember, oh yeah, this is someone else who their day matters too. And I want my interaction with them to feel good for both of us. Um, so how we redirect again and again and again and again. And know that no matter you know, how much we practice, I mean, you all know I spent time with Mother Teresa. She reamed out one of my friends. Um, so like, like perfection is not, is not what I am trying to make happen because it won't. Um, but I can get better and better and better. I just, um, that quote from Thoreau just came to mind to affect the quality of the day is the highest of arts. Um, and to feel like we have a way when it's, it's, I mean, I was just trying to get a car towed. That was one of the things I kept reminding myself, you know, I was like, we'll do one of these practices. There's one practice where you look around the room and you remind your amygdala. You like literally look at both doors. You look all around. We'll do this. Uh, you remind your amygdala that there is no physical tiger in the room. This is not life or death. It was just trying to get a car towed from my garage. I wasn't even sitting on the side of the road. I was in the comfort of my home. Um, um, so to affect the quality of the day is the highest of arts. I would say it was a very interesting day. Was it a pleasant day? Parts of it, yeah, absolutely. Was it all a pleasant day? No, <laughs> not. But there were there were some really like like one of the tow people who came and when he walked up to the driver, he said, "You know, I read the message." And it was by this time, it, well, it was by this time, he didn't know that part, but the message had in all caps and asterisks behind it, send a snatch truck, <laughs> send a truck. So I asked my dispatch, why are you sending me? I have a flatbed. And the dispatch said, oh, I bet you'll still be able to do it. 
that was the fourth. <laughs> um, uh, and so, you know, this, this, this very nice guy, he said, and had drunk ice water and ate an ice cream. And you know, like we, had, we had a really nice conversation as he and I tried to sort it out. Um, so to affect the quality of the day is the highest of art. It doesn't have to all be pleasant, but we can reclaim moments of our day and our life in a way that matter. So, part two. <laughs> uh, I realized that all I was going to do for this week was just bring the sheet back, and I thought I had more printed copies, and I don't. If you want one and you didn't pick one up last week, I sent it out on the community email. If you're not on the community email, just email me and I will add you. And if you say you want the handout, I'll send last week's email um, with the handout. So the handout is really just a kind of random list of um, ways to remind ourselves of of orienting with care on the spot, in the moment, in our life, um, in daily life. Uh, the first thing I'm just going to remind real quick are uh, kind of some steps. First, you have to have that moment where you wake up and you see it, that moment in the phone call where I get I'm kind of leaning into a triggered flip lid a little, like, not no not in a healthy way in the in the phone call and to be able to see it is the first thing because the amygdala y'all know this the amygdala the flip lid has um um a righteous um um undertow that says you are right at this point to to be able to just let it out and you know i've never found in one of those phone calls that the aftermath ever agrees with the righteousness of the moment. Never. <laughs> uh, so, so you have to have some way to catch it. And the more we practice throughout our day, the easier it becomes. Like our brain just gets, gets um, wired to catch it quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. So we want to be practicing anytime we can to just go, oh yeah, breathe. this moment now. And then that undertow of, of the amygdala fight, flight, freeze of no, 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 no. Do not take your eye off the problem. Keep on the problem. We need some way to help break that trance and that message. And one of the um, best ways to do this, and I actually listened to a couple of uh, Dharma talks this week, and it was so funny after I mean, this is just like basic knowledge now, but to hear these two teachers say point blank, the first place to go is, any guesses? Your body, any, the breath, the body, anything around the body. If you can bring, drop out of the thought storm of the, the amygdala righteous or shutdown or you know wherever it is in its flight, fright, Flight, fight, flight, freeze spectrum, wherever it is in that spectrum, some way to drop out of that and come to the body and recognize the body's just here. And it's just breathing this breath. 
And then the third piece that I would name for me is always helpful, you know, come to the body, do enough, some sort of body practice that I actually start to get some clarity again. Uh, and then remember my intention. Remember what I care about. Remember what gives me a sense of meaning. I do care about, um, you know, I can't, I can't fix all conversations um, by any means, but I care about how I show up in them um, and doing my best about what I offer um, in situations. So in whatever way your values, your sense of meaning, your intentions, um, bringing that purposefully to mind helps reorient in a very powerful way. So last week we talked about uh, several breathing practices. Uh, the 478, I appreciate Dizzy naming that one again. Uh, we did square breathing, three, bre three breaths, um, um, visualize. My daughter and I actually yesterday did a YouTube um, that someone else had recommended that I hadn't heard this one in this way. So we'll do this one as one more breath exercise. Uh, so for this one, you take your palm, take your palm, put it right on your sternum, like really kind of find that, that flat of the palm with the bone of the sternum. Take a breath in. And then on the out breath, give a very gentle pressure, kind of aiding the release and the letting go of the out breath. You can do a couple of rounds, softening, opening on the in breath, letting the breath come in, maybe holding for a couple of seconds, and then releasing with that very gentle hand pressure right on the sternum. If you want, you can add counting to this. You could count in for a count of four, hold for two, release for five. It's what the YouTube did that we watched. We can just do four, seven, eight with it or square breathing, whatever. And you could just guide yourself in a couple of rounds, exploring hand, slight pressure on the external, Really something, you know, when in the YouTube she talked about putting your hand on your sternum, but you're actually putting your hand right over your heart. There really is something that's very um, soothing, like naturally soothing to us about this, this hand placement here um, done with care. So that YouTube was from a set, and I'm going to try to remember to put this on the next community email, a set of YouTube someone sent to us on polyvagal um, exercises, uh, which are, so what's happening is there's like this whole realm of neuroscience that's understanding the importance of purposefully, intentionally, mindfully resetting the nervous system. And that we can actually practice techniques to do that. Um, there's something called polyvagal uh, theory, which uh, is that the activation of the vagus nerve, um, which is the largest nerve of the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the breaks to the sympathetic fight, fight, freeze. Um, that nerve uh, 
innervates the diaphragm. It's the largest nerve of the diaphragm. It's part of the, like the scientific understanding of why breathing is so helpful for soothing the body. Um, spiritually, you know, like virtually every religion um, has some connection of breath with spirit, the soul, with our kind of our deepest essence. Um, so lots of different ways of understanding the wisdom of coming to the breath. Another polyvagal exercise is the one I referenced earlier. And this one is, and we'll just do this. Um, there's no magic way of doing it. It's just taking the time to look around the room. Breathing, make sure you like literally physically turn your head to see where the doors are, where the windows are. Kind of the full compass of the room. Taking in the group that's here. kind of noticing this physical turning the head intentionally taking in the space breath body sight space so what that does and I'm, I, I'm curious if anyone noticed any kind of change with that for many people we don't get that there's a little part of our amygdala that's just a little bit on edge about where we are. And that, that intentionally taking the time to remind our own consciousness, that our consciousness knows where we are and where we are is fine. That actually is very, um, a message of deep safety to the amygdala. And you can do it anywhere. It doesn't have to make sense, like sitting at the table. Uh, when we were reminded, uh, my daughter and I were looking at those poly, polyvagal ones, and I remembered that one. Orienting is what that one's called. Like on one of those calls, and I'm just sitting at my dining room table, and I, it's a really, it's where I quilt. <laughs> you know, so like all the quilting stuff is like one of my favorite places in the world. And sitting there, you know, just taking the time to go, oh, yeah, right here. Not in that thought world of problem, 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 problem. Are they ever going to tow my car? But I'm actually right here. Um, and kind of taking that time to look around and see where I was. Very useful. For the sake of time, I'm not going to do um, another movement one. But just to acknowledge any kind of movement practice that you can bring in, even if it's just stretch. I see Maureen stretching. Just a simple reminder of stretching the body uh, and taking a breath or two wherever you are to stretch the body. That's a great way to reground. We talked also last week, we did some of the chanting, the sound reverberation. We did, I don't know if you remember, we did VU. Um, the sound vu, that's another one of those polyvagal type of exercises. Should we do one round just for the sake of it? <laughs> okay, so you can do your arms with it or you can just do it with your voice. 
but really like feel the resonance of your voice with it. And so we'll take a breath in. And then on the out breath. One more, just really feel that resonance. It is a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So Om Om is the traditional chant like that. Um and I don't remember exactly um uh, a translation of it, but something like the universal essence sound of the universe. I'm making that up, but you know, something along those lines. Uh Peter Levine, I think, came up with the word vu because for some people Om has a a traditional weight that's really opening. And for other people, it's not their tradition, and it's not. Um, and so Vu is kind of like the neuroscience <laughs> um, equivalent of Ohm um, that, that he felt like, like resonates in the nervous system. So I don't know if like, like pay attention. What happened for you when you just, and let that sound resonate through. Uh, the other one that I didn't get to last week was gratitudes. Uh, the amygdala, the fight, flight, freeze, the problem focus is all about what's wrong. And for me, in that moment when part of my brain just wants to say, this is wrong, 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 for me to be able to say, ah. You know, it's just people in our crazy world trying to figure out how to make systems that are getting more and more dysfunctional still to work. And I'm grateful that I will eventually be able to get someone to get that darn car out of the garage <laughs> and get it there, you know, and that I am sitting in my house. I am not five hours on the side of the road, which we actually haven't done that long ago. <laughs> um, you know, so any any gratitudes you can pull out. Somebody last night when, when I opened it up for people to share, they read the list and they said they had always tried to do their gratitudes as, you know, what's the, the right gratitude, the best one, the one that's got the weightiness that's good enough and all of that. And one of the ones on the list is three gratitudes on the spot. And she said that there was something very freeing about, oh, I don't have to find the right one. It's just three that are right here, right now. Good enough. The last one I am going to mention, other than remember where your values and your intentions help support you. But the last one I'm going to mention, all of these ones we've talked about so far are things I do. Like I'm, I'm taking care of my nervous system. I'm pulling them up out of me and offering them to me. Sometimes our lids are too flipped for that. 
And we're not meant to do it by ourselves when we're in those places. We do need outside help. Sometimes that outside help is, I just need to call my friend. <laughs> you know, I just need to like spell it out. But, but like getting at other people's support. Sometimes it can be mild, like I just know I need um, what I would call mindful distraction. It is okay. Not only okay, it's very skillful to recognize my system is so overloaded. Maybe Glee is still my only TV show that I can think of. So I know my, my example is getting very dated. But, you know, maybe I do need to turn on Glee and just do something silly and that will make me laugh. And I'm not doing it to escape. I'm doing it to give myself some respite. And then once I kind of got a little grounding, come back. Maybe I need, you know, all of us have times that's bigger than any of that. I need a therapist. <laughs> you know, I need some sort of bigger help. Um, it is mindful to use an antidepressant if that is where I am in the context of needing that kind of support. So I just want to make sure I'm naming that Yes, there are a lot of things we can do on our own, and isn't that beautiful? And there are times what we're carrying, we're meant to get larger help. So I really invite you to spend the week exploring what, what ways do you reset? What are you doing? Uh, and then maybe next week uh, we'll have more chance for people to share because what y'all are coming up with is very helpful. Um, and, and write them down. It is helpful to kind of have anything that makes it more accessible to your mind and writing it down and having that paper that you can go back and remind yourself um, is very, very useful. So let's sit. invite you, as you sit right now, bring up one support for your system and offer it to your own being as a gift and offer it as a expression of gratitude in this life energy as you. May we all, all of us everywhere, learn healthier, more wholesome and skillful ways to navigate the incredible sensitivity of these nervous systems, these body, minds, and hearts. In the midst of the craziness, the chaos, the beauty, and the peace. May we have a way of being with it all. 
and it brings greater compassion and understanding and healing for ourselves, each other, and this world. Thank you.